Yesterday, I began a series on, 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 on voices, how you can distinguish between the different voices we hear as God's people. Life is spiritual, and so we need to train ourselves to be able to connect to the spiritual. We need to train our spirits in order to be able to connect with the spirit of God. We need to connect our spirits to the Holy Ghost in order to receive from him. Are you hearing me? So we need to get to the place in God where you can, you see, sometimes you can find yourself in a situation where you don't know what to do. You don't know which way to turn. We don't know whether to go to America or to go to Canada. You don't know whether to go to Canada or to go to the UK. Now, when you are torn between making a decision between two good options, that is when you really need divine direction. You really need to hear God speak to you. When you are torn between a good option and a bad option, it is easy to go to the good option or the godly option because you know, I mean, God will not direct you to do the wrong thing. But when you are torn between choosing two good options, do you marry the man from America or you marry the man from the UK? You are torn, you are a single lady, you are you, you, you want to know which way to turn, but you don't know which way to go. You, you are torn between whether you are supposed to marry the man from the UK or marry the man from America. You need divine direction. And that is why I am here this week to help you understand the ways of God, understand the mind of God, understand how to comprehend the voices that you hear in your spirit. Many people have been deceived because of the fact that they thought it was God speaking and it was not God speaking. And many others have also been deceived when God spoke. They could not even tell it was God speaking. So that is why I am here today to make sure you can connect with the word. You can connect with the word. And I know for sure you are definitely going to be blessed as you connect with me today. So I want you to share the link. I mean, God bless you, every one of you. Good to have you online. You need this word. This week, you need to hear it. If you love someone, you have a sister you love, you have a brother you love, connect them. Let them hear it. Because let me tell you, the greatest place to be. The greatest place to be is to be able to hear the voice of God for yourself so that you are not deceived. The greatest place to be is when you are directed in accordance with the will of God. You heard God say something. You heard God direct you in a certain way and you acted on it and it resulted in a right, in a right. And so I want you to connect with me and then you shall be tremendously blessed I, are you connect? Are you are you hearing me? So God bless you. Let's see. So in the in yesterday, I started by making you understand why do you need to hear the voice of God? What is why why do you need to hear the voice of God? Number one, I said it helps you to distinguish the other voices. When you know this is God, you know that that which is not God. Are you getting me? When you are able to understand the voice of God, you are able to know when God speaks and when a voice comes that is not God. 
So it helps you to distinguish between the voice of God, the voice of your flesh, the voice of the devil, the voice of your mind. Are you hearing me? Number two, when you, when you learn how to hear the voice of God, it sharpens your spiritual sensitivity. Yesterday, I made you understand that hearing the voice of God sharpens your spiritual sensitivity. Some of you, you are, you are spiritually dead. You are almost like dead. Why? Because when God is even leading you, you are not able to get it. Why? Because you are not spiritually sensitive enough to connect with him. So when you get into the place where you are hearing God's voice, you are able to be spiritually sensitive. Immediately you receive a promptings, you receive the promptings of the Holy Ghost, you are able to act on it. Yeah, You become spiritually sensitive. You are able to connect and receive spiritual frequency from the throne room of God. And I, I will tell you a secret this evening that changed my life many, many, many years ago. And I would want you, your life also change so make sure you connect number three knowing the voice of god helps helps you in your prayer life it it grants you it helps your your prayer life in your period of waiting on god when you are able to know the voice of god or understand what the voice of god is your prayer life takes a new dimension when you are able to know the voice of god your prayer life takes a new dimension your prayer life takes another dimension another realm so please you need to connect to this you need to know when you are able to hear the voice of god your because it is at the place of prayer that god speaks it is at the place of prayer that you are able to connect with god because prayer is a communication between you and God. So when you are, when you can hear the voice of God, you know you are not praying amiss. It helps you in your prayer life. Because see, many of you pray. And can I tell you something? The saddest thing is this. Many people, many Christians pray. And in the place of prayer, God is speaking, but they are not listening. God is speaking to them, but they are not listening. They are not able to connect to them the voice of God. They are not able to connect to what God is saying. As God is speaking to them, they are not connecting. As God is telling them, my daughter, this is the way to go. That is the way to go. They are not connecting. Why? Because they have not yielded their spirit man to be able to hear the voice of God. Let me tell you, some of you, you prayed you prayed for so long. God already spoke in your place of prayer, but because you have not trained your spirit man to be able to hear the voice of God, you are not able to connect with it. Let me give you a typical example. Can I say, can I, can I help you? Can I help you? Many of you on the platform speak English. Let's say you want to learn Mandarin. You want to learn Chinese. Yeah. If you learn Chinese or you learn Spanish, when a Spanish man speaks, you are able to understand. Every language can be learned. Okay? The language of the spirit can be learned. So if you don't know Mandarin or you don't know Spanish, when, the, when people speak in that language, you can connect. And some of us, we are also at the different levels of hearing the voice of God. Some of you, hear me, hear me, hear me. Some of you, 
you go into prayer. God can hear your language. But the problem is that when God speaks, you cannot hear. It's like somebody who can understand Swahili, who can understand Chi, who can understand English, but they speak back to you, not in English, but in Mandarin or in Spanish. They can understand every single thing you have said, but the problem is you, on the other hand, cannot comprehend their language. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Uh -uh. Is there somebody that is listening? Imagine you are speaking a language that your hearer or the listener can understand. But guess what? You can, when they, they speak back to you, you cannot hear. So you keep making noise, you keep making noise, you keep speaking, you keep speaking. But guess what? The person has already spoken. The word has gone forth. But So you need to learn the act of hearing, the, the language of the spirit, so that when the Holy Ghost communicates, you are able to understand and connect with the voice of the spirit. Hallelujah, glory be to God, my God. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Am I, am I communicating at all? Is somebody listening to me at all? Yes, so when you, when you learn the language of the spirit, you are able to connect in prayer. When you pray, you, your prayer life takes another dimension because now you can connect with God. You can connect to the spirit. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Are you listening to me? Yes, so you need to understand that you need to understand that dimension of scripture. You need to come to the place where you understand the language of the spirit. You need wisdom to communicate. You need wisdom to be able to understand. You need wisdom to be able to understand that language. You need the wisdom of God to be able to understand. You need knowledge to be able to understand the language of the spirit. Are you hearing me? Number three, when, when you learn the voice of God or you are, the reason why you need to know the voice of God is because it helps you to walk in your divine assignment. You are able to walk in your divine assignment. When you hear the voice of God, when you learn the voice of God, you are able to walk in your divine assignment assignment. Mm, am I preaching to someone at all? When you learn the voice of God, you are able to walk in your divine assignment. When you connect with the voice of God, you are able to walk in your divine assignment because every purpose of man is connected to Jehovah. Your purpose cannot be identified or realized outside of God. For you to be able to fulfill your purpose, your purpose is fulfilled in God. He is the one that created you. The one that made this phone understands what this phone is supposed to be used for. God made you and I. He understands how we are supposed to behave, how we are supposed to act, how we are supposed to talk. So you need to get to the place in God where you can hear your assignment. Can I tell you something? Some of you, you are... You are you are you are in employment, employed in a certain 
that organization, you are not happy. Maybe your real assignment is to do something else. The real place God wants you to be is not where you are. Sometimes also the saddest thing is this. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm getting so much revelation today that you need to connect with. Hear me, sometimes, hear this, hear this. This is going to blow your mind. Sometimes when your assignment at a certain place has ended and you continue to remain there, you get frustrated. You start getting frustrated. You are not, you, sometimes God brings you to a certain place, a certain space, a, 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 in a certain organization to help you, my God, oh, to help you to grow to a certain dimension, to help you know certain skills, acquire certain skills, and from there, he takes you to the place where you are really ordained to be. So if you don't know the voice of God and your assignment at a, in a certain organization is has ended, guess what? You start getting frustrated. You start crying. You start making complaints. You start doing so many things that will frustrate you. And guess what? You didn't know why they are happening. But if you can know the voice of God or you understand the voice of the Spirit, you'll be able to know the Holy Ghost who minister to your inner man for you to be able to know that your assignment at a certain location is over. And one of the problems we, 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 we because you don't know God's voice. God is telling my, my daughter, my assignment, you are my, you are, my assignment for you is over. Move to the next location. Get to the place where I want you to be. But guess what? You are not there. You are not connecting. You are not hearing. You cannot process the information and the language of God. And I said to you, number three, I mean, I mean, I mean, when you, when you, you leave, when the Bible says, those that walk in the spirit, I mean, he said, walk in the spirit and you shall not gratify the desires of the flesh. When you walk, when you understand the voice of God, the next thing that happens is that you develop intimate relationship with God because both God speaks to you and you speak back to him. Yeah, you develop an intimate relationship with God. You are able to develop an intimate relationship with him when you learn how to communicate in the spirit, when you learn the voice of the spirit, you are able to develop an intimate relationship with God. Why? Because you can understand the language of the Holy Ghost. God speaks to you and you speak back to him. You are able to have a dialogue, a communication. That is say, oh Lord, somebody shout, oh Lord, help me to understand your voice. Shout, oh Lord, help me to understand your voice voice. Shout, oh Lord, help me to understand your voice. Shout, oh Lord, help me to understand your voice. You see, some of you, you feel like God is too far away from you. God is not a far away from you. You just need to learn his voice. Mm, I feel like preaching right here. You need to understand the voice of the spirit. You need to know how to connect with the voice of God. Are you hearing me? You need to develop when you when you learn the voice of God, you get to know how to hear the voice of God. You're in, you develop an intimate relationship with Him. 
You're able to build intimacy with the Lord. The next thing is when you learn the voice of God, you excel in his guidance. You, you excel in his guidance. What do I mean? You are, you, when, when he's guiding you, your steps are ordered by him. Everything you do, your steps are gradually ordered by the Lord. Your steps are gradually ordered by the Lord. Let me tell you. Some of the things you are praying for, God, give me husband. God, give me a job. God, give me this. Can I tell you what you need is to hear his voice? <coughs> Sorry. What you need is to hear his voice. Because when you hear his voice, he will tell you where the husband is, where the job is, where the business is. He will guide you and direct you. Are you hearing me? Because he's your father. Imagine your father speaking and you, you are not able to listen, you are not able to hear. You can't process them information. What do you know? You need his voice more than that thing you are praying for. More than the car, more than the house, more than the job, more than the money, more than any other thing you can think of. You need to hear his voice. Can I preach like I want to? Mm. You need to connect with his voice. You need that understanding of God's voice. You need to know this is the voice of the Lord. It helps you. Now, the last point in hearing the voice of God, why you need to hear the voice of God is that it's you develop, it helps you to grow in the prophetic ministry. You grow in the prophetic ministry. When you hear you learn how to hear the voice of God. You grow in the prophetic ministry. You see, if you are a prophet or you have a prophetic gift and all you see is visions, and, uh, but you cannot hear his voice, I mean, that means that you, you are just still an amateur. You are still in the juvenile stages of the prophetic. You must be able to decipher what the voice of God is. And the reason why most prophets get themselves into trouble and the reason why most prophets literally get affected is that, guess what? Most of the time, hear me and hear me well, most of the time, they don't understand. They cannot process the voice of God. They are not able to, most young prophets, kill their prophetic ministry because they are not able to decipher the voice of God and the voice of their mind and the voice of their flesh. My mother told me one thing. Let me tell you one thing my mother told me. That anybody you hear saying, every time they are speaking, God said to me, God said to me, God said to me, that all their languages is God said to me. It is like God speaks to them at, um, I mean, I mean, Every second, they receive two messages per second. You understand? Two messages per second. That means that person is lying. You see, yes, God speaks to us, but God does not waste information. God values the information he gives us, and he expects us to hold it in high esteem. You need to understand no, you need to know and manage this word of God said to me, God said to me, God said to me. You need to be sure if God said it, number one. Number two, you need to also understand the dynamics of what it means by hearing the voice of God. So now we have understood why we need to hear the voice of God. So now we are going to go into the types of voices. Glory be to God. Now let's go. The different now we are speaking. I'm speaking on voices. 
voices, yeah, voices. The first voice that we grow knowing is the voice of our flesh. Somebody say the voice of your flesh. And um, I want you to know the other voices so that by the time we are coming to the voice of God, you actually know what it is. The voice of your flesh, number one. What is the voice of the flesh? And the voice of the flesh, actually, the voice of the flesh is the expression of your desires and your feelings. It expresses your desires. Right now, what are you desiring? What do you desire? I desire a private jet. That is my desire. What do you desire? Right now, I have not had dinner, so my I am hungry. I desire food. Are you getting me? What do you desire? The voice of your flesh. I mean, the voice of your flesh is the voice that talks about your desires. What are you desiring right now? What is your desire? The voice of your flesh. Your flesh will tell you you are hungry. Go and eat. Your flesh will tell you to desire A or desire B. You know, so you need the revelation and understanding on your desire. I mean, desiring healing really may not be the voice of the flesh. I mean, you, it's, 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 it's a desire. Desiring healing could be the voice of the flesh, but it's also because healing is a spiritual thing. Any physical thing your flesh desires or your flesh wants is talks about the voice of the flesh. Somebody tell me, what do you desire? Somebody desires a thick, tall, dark, and handsome man. Yes, thick, tall, dark, and handsome. That is the voice of your flesh. Maybe God wants to give you a slim, skinny guy. By, I mean, who is brown? Yes, like from Cumberland. But you desire a thick, tall, dark, and handsome. Yes, you desire, yes, Ruby, Ruby says, Ruby says, I desire a new house. The voice of your flesh is the expression of your desires, your fleshly desires and your feelings. The voice of your flesh is the expression of your desires and your feelings. Yes, um, yes, Elsie, that is the voice of the flesh. You are desiring a range over. It's not a really a bad thing, but I mean, the voice of the flesh is not a bad thing, but so that you understand it is you, what you really want, so that you don't confuse it with the voice of the spirit. Like now, if somebody comes to me and say to me, Papa, I mean, uh, maybe I introduce a enhanced man in church. I said, this man is single. And then now, yes, this man is single, and then and then now all you are looking for, you go, you take the single man into your dream, and you come and say, Papa, God spoke, and not even do your dream, you are praying for a husband, and you are praying, and the only picture you are seeing is the man you saw in church with a six-pack, are you hearing me, with a six-pack, with a swag, nice cologne, I mean, dresses well, and all that. You saw that man in church, so your the image created in your mind 
is that. The only thing you are looking for is that. But hear me and hear me well. That may not be the voice. So you come to me and say, Papa, I saw a vision. I've been praying about this. And the only man I'm seeing is John. I mean, I'm not seeing any man. I don't even know John. I, don't, I have never talked to John. But God is telling me John is my husband. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it never, it can never happen that way. Where you go like, where you go like, I am, 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 am. Where you go like, I have not spoken to John. I don't know John. Blah, blah, blah. And then you connect and say, oh, hear me? Ah, uh, uh, my papa, I will, John is the man. John, you see, uh, God is speaking. God has spoken to me. I've seen his the vision in prayer. Are you hearing me? Yes. So you need the revelation and understanding to know that it may not be John. God is speaking to you. Um, I mean, your flesh is desiring John and all you see is John being close to you. It doesn't mean it is the voice of God. So the voice of your flesh talks about your desires and your feelings. The voice of your flesh says this. Now, if you want to know what your, your flesh, anytime your flesh is speaking, your flesh says, your flesh will tell you what feels nice and easy. The voice of your flesh always leads you to do nice things and easy things. Easy. You are supposed to be online right now praying. You are supposed to come for Kesha. You slept at four. You are supposed to wake up. You wanted to have a nap at four. You woke up at six. That you are supposed to quickly shower and get for get ready for Kesha on Friday. But your flesh will tell you, "Oh, sleep a little, sleep, sleep." And you have been going for Kesha from January. Sleep a little. So the voice of your flesh will continue to make you sleep before you realize it is already three p.m. three a.m. You would have slept instead of you being in the presence of God to pray. The voice of your flesh says do the nice things do the easy things the voice of your flesh would always lead you to do the nice things and easy things easy i mean soft things no no not stretching yourself beyond your capacity that is the voice of the flesh you must not always obey the voice of your flesh if you want to be blessed and i want to make it clear you must not always, the word, the underlined there is always. You must not always obey the voice of your flesh. I'm not saying you shouldn't at all, because for instance, hear me, hear me, hear me. Right now, I'm hungry. I've not eaten. So if I say I will not obey the voice of my flesh, that means I will not eat. The following morning, my flesh is speaking. David, eat. You need food. My flesh is telling me to eat. I have to eat if I want to stay healthy. Right? But I cannot say, but there are certain things of the flesh. There are certain things of the flesh that you need to obey. Like going to eat. Okay? There's certain things of the flesh that you need to obey, like going to eat. You need to obey the voice of the flesh. Why? 
because it is necessary. Are you getting me? You need, the, but you don't need to always obey the voice of the flesh because it will lead you into destruction. You don't need to ob always obey the voice of the flesh because it will lead you into what? Destruction. But there comes a time where you possibly may have to obey the voice of your flesh. The voice of your flesh will lead you into destruction. Most of the time, the voice of your flesh. Now the Bible says, I want you to go with me to Romans chapter eight, if you would. Romans eight, verse six. Romans chapter eight. Romans 8. You don't always have to obey the voice of your flesh. You can be in church and your flesh will be desiring the wrong things. Are you hearing me? You can be in church, your flesh will be desiring somebody's husband. Your flesh will be desiring somebody's wife. It doesn't mean you are not saved. It is the desire of your flesh. You need to curb it. You need to deal with it. Romans chapter 8 verse 6. Romans 8 verses. We are going to be praying in a minute. Amen. Romans chapter 8 verses 6. Romans 8 6. Let's get into the word of God. As we stand on the word of God. Hallelujah. Do I have a witness? How many of you have been in church and your flesh is desiring the wrong things? You have been in church. One time you were in church and your flesh is desiring the wrong things. You have been in church and your flesh is desiring the wrong things. Are you hearing me? You have been in church and your flesh is desiring the wrong things. Is there anyone? You are in church. You are in the mood of the spirit. Yeah, thank you. Yes, Elsie, you go to heaven. Master, you go to heaven. These are good Christians. They know how to tell you. Imagine somebody saying her flesh, Linda says she was desiring chicken curry. You are hearing the voice of God and you are desiring chicken curry. Oh my God. You are in church, but your flesh is desiring the wrong things. Yeah, it happens. Instead of you to concentrate on the word you are desiring, your mind is absent. You are not, you are physically in the auditorium, but I mean, I mean, you are not there, you are off completely. Yeah, it happens. It doesn't mean you are not born again. It doesn't mean you are evil. It is the voice of your flesh. You don't have to act on the voice of your flesh. Are you hearing me? You don't have to act, act on the voice of your flesh. You need to learn how to disconnect yourself from the voice of your flesh. You don't have to act on it. The voice of the flesh leads to distraction. In, it seeks to satisfy your feelings and your desires. Romans 8, verse 6. Let's read. Now let's read from verse 5. Romans chapter 8, from 5 to 6. Romans chapter 8, from 5 to 6. Now let's read. The Bible says, are you there? Please go into your Bible. Go into the word of God so that you can, you, and when we are praying, you pray with understanding. Romans chapter 8, verses 5 to 6. Let's read the word of the Lord. The Bible says, for those who are living according to the flesh, set their minds on things 
of the flesh. There are people who live according to the flesh. When you are living according to the flesh, the Bible says you set your mind on things of the flesh, which gratifies the body. But those who are living according to the spirit set their minds on things of the spirit, his will and his purpose. Those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. What do I mean by that? When you are living according to the flesh, you are always thinking about fleshly things. Flesh, flesh, anything flesh. Your mind is on the things of the flesh. But if you live according to the spirit, your mind is on the things of the spirit. Verse 6. Bible said the mind of the flesh is death, both now and forever, because it pursues sin. The desires of the flesh always pursue sin. Your flesh is always pursuing sin. Let me take it again. Your flesh, the voice of your flesh always pursues sin. Your flesh most of the time will lead you into sin. Your flesh will always lead you into sin to gratify its desires, your sinful nature. Because you are born again, your spirit is recreated, your spirit is saved, but the flesh is the same. The flesh is the same desires worldly people have out there. You can also have the same desires. But the difference between you and the people in the world is this. You are able to control the desires of your flesh because of the word of God and because of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God helps you to suppress the desires of your flesh so that you don't yield and gratify the desires of the flesh. Are you listening to me? So you need to understand very well that regardless, even though your flesh will speak to you, will guide you, will lead you, you must not listen to your flesh. Because Apostle Paul says, the desires of the flesh is death. The flesh will always lead you to death. Let me tell you a story. Many years ago, I was a very young preacher. That is somewhere, I mean, 2008, 2008, um, how many years is it now? 2008. 2008 is how many years now? Yeah, almost like 15 to 15 years. I was a very young preacher then. And um, uh, because I was a young man, but I was very industrious in nature. And um, I understood the dynamics of money. And uh, I was about 15 years ago. So I was, I was, I needed, I had to interact with a bank manager, a very senior bank manager uh, as a young man. And um, I had gotten some money and I needed to put it in the bank. And uh, guess what? I don't want to give the background details, but I found I felt in my heart that I needed to evangelize to the to the to the bank manager. So I started engaging him and uh, we started talking. I, anytime I go to his office, I tell him me. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to be one of the greatest preachers and I, I want you to be saved. Jesus loves you, all those stories. All the preaching I was preaching, all the salvation sermons I knew was not working. So God brought my spirit to this scripture. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life. So when I got there, I said to him, he, he, he would tell me there is no need for salvation because he has everything. He's wealthy, he has succeeded, he has built properties, he has, he has established properties, businesses. I mean, he's okay. He has a nice family. There is nothing he's lacking, according to him. So I said, I said, so on a day, on a normal day, what do you do? So after, after work, I get, just go get my drink. I mean, smoke a little bit. He smokes, um, get my drink. 
hang out with my friends and then go home. So I said, so I said to him, sir, do you know, I didn't even go there. I didn't go to Romans. I said, do you know that when you are carnally minded, when you're, you are fleshly minded, it leads to death. He asked me, what do you mean? I said, when all your mind think of is carnal things, drinking, smoking, getting women, going to the club, all those carnal things. If all that your mind think of are those, you die early. He said, what do you mean by that? I said, you see, when you smoke, it affects your lungs. When you drink a lot, it affects your liver. And you, gradually you'll be, you'll be, you are killing yourself without realizing. You are hanging out with so many women and all those kind of things. Guess what? What is going to happen eventually, you can catch a disease, you can die prematurely. He said, young man, you are making sense. I said, yes, because your mind is on carnal things, gratifying what your flesh wants. You are living by the flesh. Whatever your flesh desires, you go for it because you have the money, you have the influence to make it happen. So I told him, sir, if you continue like this, you die. He froze and it's like the Holy Ghost arrested him. I had not quoted one scripture. I had quoted a scripture, but I didn't quote the scripture. I mean, I didn't mention the, the book and the chapter and the verse because anytime I go quoting scriptures, he was not listening. So I said to him, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life. When, you are, when your mind is on spiritual things, like, I mean, going to church, doing what, doing what, then you are able to avoid these things and your life progresses. You, you save yourself and deliver yourself from these things that would have made you die premature. From that day, the man got saved. He got saved not really because of because I picked the message from a different angle, that to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life. If your mindset is always on carnal things, guess what? You die. But if your mindset and your thinking thought process is on spiritual things, you live. I pray for someone here whose mind from today will be moved from carnal things into spiritual things. Now, I want us to pray. I want us to get into prayer. Now, let's take one scripture. How do you control the desires of the flesh? You cannot, you see, your flesh is your flesh. In fact, it is the oldest voice, the voice of the flesh. The voice of the flesh is the oldest voice. is the oldest voice that has been speaking to you. That is the voice you know from the day you were born. And it will continue speaking to the day you die. You, you cannot stop the voice of your flesh, but you can control, tame it, the voice of your flesh. It is the old, because it speaks your flesh. When you're a baby and you are hungry, you start crying. When you, you grow, you, you desire something, you start, you want to go for it with all your energy. Why? Because that is the voice of your flesh speaking. The voice of your flesh is the oldest voice. It will keep speaking until the day you die. But you can control it. You can control your flesh and suppress its desires so that your focus will be on heaven. Your focus will be on the things of the spirit. Your focus will be on prayer, on the word, on, on the desires of the spirit. Are you hearing me? So let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 27, and then we can pray. 1 Corinthians 9, 27. Are you learning something? 1 Corinthians 9, 27. 
you must tame it. You cannot stop the voice of your flesh from speaking, but you can tame it. Yes. You see, if you are that kind of a Christian where whatever you desire, you go for it. And every wrong thing you desire, you go for it. You are just like an unbeliever. You, are, you behave like an unsaved person. It is not everything you desire that you need to go for. Are we together? Yes, 1 Corinthians 9, 27. 1 Corinthians 9, 27. And I read, but Apostle Paul speaking, he said, but like a boxer, I strictly discipline my flesh, my body, and make it my slave, so that after I have preached the gospel to others, I myself will not somehow be disqualified. He says, Apostle Paul says, I, Paul, I strictly discipline my flesh. I wish I could speak in your mother tongue. I would have spoken in Kikuyu, but not every one of you will understand. So let me just speak in English. You see, I, Apostle Paul said, I, Apostle Paul, I strictly discipline my flesh. I strictly discipline my flesh. I strictly discipline my flesh. He says, I discipline my flesh. I strictly bring it under. I make it a slave so that after I have preached unto others, I myself will not be a castaway. Are you getting my point? Yeah, he says, I discipline my flesh so that after I have preached the gospel, I will not be a castaway. You need to learn how to discipline your flesh. You need to learn how to what? Discipline, keep your flesh under. Let me tell you, it is not easy to discipline your flesh. But if you want to soar higher in the spirit, if you want to rise higher in the Holy Ghost, you need to learn how to what? Discipline your flesh. Because if you are so fleshly oriented or you are so led by the flesh, you cannot be led by the spirit. You must learn how to suppress your flesh so that your, because your flesh can desire anything. Dangerous things. Sometimes the things your flesh desire, you even begin to question whether you are a Christian. But my friend, you are still a Christian. The problem is the flesh. The, the things your flesh desires is the same thing the people in the world, their flesh desire. It is not it is not so different. Are you hearing me? Your flesh will desire the same thing the worldly people desire. If you used to drink whiskey when you were in the world, when you get born again, your flesh will still desire that all the time. If you used to, I mean, follow after men, follow after men all the time, your flesh will desire those men that take tall, dark, and handsome. Yes, yeah, so those of men, the men that are that are that are short, you don't even look at them. Why? Because those ones, your flesh does not even want to see them. In fact, when you see them, you get angry. In fact, when your flesh sees them, even your flesh says, This is not the one I want. Yes. So, but the ones your flesh used to desire in the world, immediately you see them, your flesh begins to call for it, call for it, call for it, call for it, call for it. Guess what? I pray in the name of Jesus that you will begin to desire the right things, that your flesh shall be suppressed in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son 
of the living God. Hear me. If you don't learn how to tame your flesh, eh, you cannot rise in the spirit. You must learn how to suppress your flesh so that you do not rise. Are you hearing me? So if you, if you don't learn how to tame your flesh, you will not be able to rise in the spirit. And let me tell you, your flesh will only desire what you want. And they will draw to you what you want. Suppress the voice of your flesh. It doesn't mean you are not born again. It doesn't mean you are not saved. But guess what? It is the desire of your flesh. You need to learn how to suppress it. And I want us to pray. Now let's get into the prayer. Let's get into prayer. I want us to pray. You are praying in the name of Jesus. So, see, when you hear the word and you pray, you are able to pray with understanding. You are praying in the name of Jesus. You are telling the Lord, Father, help me to suppress the desires of my flesh. Help me to suppress the desires of my flesh. Help me to suppress the desires of my flesh. Help me to suppress the desires of my flesh. Help me to suppress the desires of my flesh. Help me to suppress the desires of my flesh. Help me to suppress the desires of my flesh. In the name of Jesus, help me to suppress those desires of my flesh. Rapanda Bashua Alimi Abranta Rapana Branta Talia Brako Shala Hazeneneme Kalua Paya Ivakua Ante Legedoska Prakundibi Azuata Leleska Tua Labranta Rente Alamakodua Prasote Valililika Prasontea Alia Makonda Dabashoa Apalua Asana Mata Father help us, O Lord, to suppress the desires of our flesh. We declare the desires of our flesh are suppressed. We declare the desires of our flesh are suppressed. In the mighty name of Jesus, Ivrantos kalimi apa halele katololo boske frasune me anta brapaluata halele katola labata abranta tania pa helelele skatoni mi pa apala bakoru apa rante telelele pa halele kashona mapa halimi abranta ta apali abrakonda nabashoa halelele kapa halia basone nene metaya labrandos kasea Halelele kapalu ataya, haleme abrandos kaselelele kapaya, asiminimi kabranto toli apaya, apalua katona nanamata. Father, we lift up our voice, we decree and declare our the voice of our flesh is suppressed in the name of Jesus. Every desire of our flesh that moves us away from you, we pray, Father, may you take it away in the name of Jesus. May you suppress every desire, every sinful desire, Father, that makes us, that draw us away from you. We pray in the name of Jesus that, Father, you'd help us, O oh Lord, every sinful desire. Today we ask in the name of Jesus, you help us overcome. You help us overcome. You help us overcome 
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hasolo kodos kalimi abrasotaya. Halemba dus kalabakonda dabasotaya. Hasolia brakonda dabrasontaya. Every sinful desire. Hepeleleleles kadabakoshe. Labrandos kabrantonimi kapaya. Hapala payanda dabakoshe. Haleleles kabrantata. Rante alush kabrantabaya. Hepeleleles Dada braconda baya, Halia braconda da batote, Ebrantoni mi cabranta ba, Eleleles cabranta da la branta, Rapapa, Rapapa, Rapapa. Rapapa, Rapapa, Rapapa. In the name of Jesus, we lift up prayers, O Lord, to the holy heaven, and we decree, O Lord, may you suppress every desire of our flesh, anything that stands between you and your service to Jehovah. Now you are lifting up your voice. Anything that stands between you and your service to God, you are declaring that may Jehovah God take it away. Anything that is an impediment, an obstacle, standing between you and your service to the Lord, anything that makes you feel unwealthy, anything that is affecting your spiritual walk, your walk with the Lord, any desire of the flesh, you are telling the Lord, Father, help me to overcome. There are so many people under bondages and the addictions, but I pray in the name of Jesus. Lisa Gatuba Yakatoske, Lebra Kumba Bakoska Dabahanta, Hasenenembre Atuba Lakrasoa, Atolia Braconda Dabasote, Le Macunda Yazakatua, La Babaconde de Bicantos, Evrente Tele Azua Laba, Alolos Kadimi Abranta Daya, Aleleya Pass, Aleleya Pass, Aleleya Pass, Ale. Supra Alacatonte, Felele Capanda Baco, 
Rosa, Alia Braconda da Bracanta, Alele Lestatone Miaba, Alela Branda Braconda Bias, Atoluapas, 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 Ia Bacaya, Ia Bacaya, Ia Bacaya, Atonamaya, Ia Bacaya, Atonamaya, Ia Bacaya, Atonamaya, Ia Bacaya, Atonabrasonte, Apalua, Azenenemeta, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Hear me, you are lifting up your voice in prayer. You are declaring by the mandate of the Holy Ghost. Zagadodo Boshkalala Baya. Labrandos Kazananamata. Zodia Braconde Debeshea. You are lifting up your voice. You are declaring. You are speaking forth. You see, one of the ways of suppressing the desires of the flesh is to pray and to desire God more, is to long for God more, is to launch into the deeper waters of the spirit you are telling the lord father let it be that from today i will long for you even more i will desire you even more i will get to the place in you where my spirit will long for you my soul will long for you come on lift up your voice Konda brashanda da bataya, alele brakonda brashanta ya, esenene meka branta, raba la branka toni mi apa, rala la brako shala branta, eselele bos kabranta, rapanda bako shala branta, elebe kabranta tala branta ba, rapa la brashanta ba, rapa la brashanta tanda bakonche, alebe skalimi anta, Father take us deeper, launch us beyond every desire of the flesh. Take us deeper into the things of you. Take us deeper into the things of the spirit. We desire more and more of you. Rapanda bashua anta. Rapanda bako shetea. Alabranta dabra santa. Elele katonimi abranta. Rapanda bako shata. Lelelele. Labrandos kazimi anta. Rapanda badabra shanta. Rapanda bashua anta. Rapanda bashua anta. In the name of Jesus, may God lead you. May God take you deeper in prayer. May God take you deeper in the word. May God take you deeper in the things of the Holy Ghost. May you long for prayer even more. May you long for service even more. We desire more and more of him. We desire more and more of him. We desire more and more of him. I said an enemy to Bratolua, a lele grashon tata, a leleles calubahaya, a lua braconda da bahaya, a leleles catolia baya, a demenemenemea, a lemenemenemea, a lemenemenemea, a lemenemenemea, a bracolua, a senemeta. Father, we desire more in prayer, more of your word, more of your word, O Lord. Help us to desire. 
desire more of you. Launch us deeper into the things of you, O Lord. We long for the deeper things of the Holy Ghost. We long for the depths of the Spirit. 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 We lift up our voice, we declare, take us deeper, O Lord. Take us deeper, O Lord. Take us deeper, O Lord. Asada bakolobo, alibra asolala, atenenene kapalaba, aliabra kolala, asoriapa. Somebody don't be expectator. I want you to pray the Father. Take me deeper. I want more of you, more of your power, more of your anointing, more of prayer. Hila bakola brashataya, helele brakololo shata. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Now the Bible says, since we are surrounded by so much a great of wit- cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight of all and sin that so easily besets us. And let us, hear me, hear me, hear me. There is a difference between a weight and a sin. Yes, there are some things, they are not sins per se, but they are weights. It pulls you backwards. And the Bible says, because therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. And in the Bible, say he seated at the right hand side of the master. You see, the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, you want to lift up your voice in prayer. You want to tell the Lord, Father, any sin of the flesh, any sin that is so easily entangling me, any weight that is not taking me deeper. Some of you, the reason why you have not, you, you see, if you are so full of the flesh, you cannot hear the voice of God. Because see, your spirit and your flesh, they are always in contrast, one against the other. So you need to get to the place where you are able to launch deeper into the things of the spirit. Are you hearing me? You need to be able to launch deeper into the things of the spirit. I pray that God will bring you to the place where you launch deeper and deeper into him in the name of Jesus. That you get deeper and deeper into the things of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. You are taking your last prayer. You are saying, Father, take me deeper. Any sin, any weight that is besetting me today, I declare I lay it aside. Come on, lift up your voice. Kadosh kabra satalasi. Praloch kabanda basubala grasote. Halele brasonda da basontaya. Apala bakonda brasonene metaya. Halia braconda baza katunde de beheya. Eya brazuni mi amprazote. Lelele ya bakonda da bataya. Halulu braconda brasanta. Ey 
Makonda Dabaya, Bralolo Shakatala Lalala, Alele Brasonda Dabaconda Dabasoa, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, I decree and declare today any sin, any weight that so easily besets you, weigh your spiritual life down. Today I pray, may Jehovah God deliver you in the name of Jesus. God bless you for praying. Tomorrow we are on. Tomorrow we are going to talk about the voice of your mind. And then we're going to talk about the voice of God. We're going to talk about determining voices. The voice of your pastor. What it means. The voice of your prophet. The voice of your Daniel. We are going to deal with so many voices. I'm telling you. It's going to be a Holy Ghost party. By the time we are through your life. And my life shall never ever be the same again. You need to relinquish the flesh in order to hear from the spirit. Okay. 